and welcome to a Medics Day UK podcast. I'm Alicia. I'm currently a fourth year medical student. I'm also a qualified cardiac physiologist and I've spent time working in the pharmaceutical industry. I'm here with my dog, Delilah. Say hi, Delilah. (coughs) When applying to medical school, I had lots of questions that I couldn't find the answers to. And as a medical student, I often find myself in a similar position. Therefore, I will talk to leading experts in their field who will share their experiences on how to become a better doctor and how to navigate your way through those tricky exams in order to gain the most from your time in medical school. So boil the kettle, because I'm going to spill the tea. Hi, and welcome back to a Medics Day UK podcast. Today, I thought that I would try something new. I've really enjoyed interviewing the healthcare professionals over the past few weeks, but I thought that I would have a new approach this week. When I started this podcast, I wanted to create a platform to share information um, that was specific to people studying medicine or interested in studying medicine in the United Kingdom. I love listening to podcasts, but I found a lot of the ones that I stumbled across were based in America and the information was tailed to the way the system's set up in America. So I thought it would be good to make one that's a bit more UK-focused. Today, I'm going to talk about the topic of productivity. I have had a lot of experience with productivity. During my A-levels, it was one of the most stressful times, and I think anyone who has gone through A-levels or who is currently going through A-levels could probably relate. I definitely found A-levels so much harder than university. So there is a bright light at the end of the tunnel for anyone that is currently going through A-levels at the moment. But it took a lot of organisation and self-motivation to get myself through that. I went to university to study a degree in cardiac physiology before I came to medical school. And I knew that I needed a first class honours to be able to even consider applying to medical school. So my focus compared to my peers was very different, not belittling what anyone else did at university or the way they worked. Everyone puts in a lot of time and effort. But I had such a need to have a first class that there wasn't very much room for time to do other things like I just had to spend a lot of time making my CV tailored to be able to make the application and being able to get the grade so that I would be able to stand out in a crowd for the time when I came to apply to medical school. After I went to university I became a pharmaceutical representative and essentially for anyone who doesn't know what that is you meet with doctors, nurses, pharmacists and you discuss um, the medications that you sell and you kind of give knowledge about the product and what place that product might fit um, within their patient population. 
And with that job, I had to organize myself a lot. You had to create all your own appointments. There was no secretarial admin team to do that for you. You had to completely plan your own diary um, to meet with your customers. And you had to be really self-motivated. Although you were employed by a pharmaceutical company, um, it was almost it was almost like you were self-employed because you your results were based on how hard you worked and that was essentially your business area that you covered so there's lots of what I'm trying to say is there's been lots of times that I've had to be organized and be productive within a set amount of time so now I'm a medical student um and medical school definitely requires you to be on your a game with product in terms of productivity um I spend almost 9am to 5pm every day on placement and there's lots of reading and work that needs to be done outside of placement time just to follow up on something that you might have seen that day or you might have identified a gap in your knowledge so you have to be productive when you get home to be able to complete those tasks ready for the next day and to prepare you for the big exams and ultimately prepare you for the day where you're a practicing doctor. So a bit of a disclaimer, I'm in no way suggesting that I am an absolute expert on productivity. I am just sharing my tips on what worked for me. So let's get to the meaty part. My first tip would be to wake up early. During term time on a weekday, I tend to wake up between 6.30am and 7am and waking up early is probably one of the best things I can do for myself in order to be productive. I feel like it gives me more hours in the day and it gives me a lot more room for deviation from my original plan. So I just find if I wake up at 7 I can get all my tasks done and Lunchtime is a long way away, so I can get as much as I can, squeeze as many tasks in before lunch, and I will find such satisfaction in that. I have found previously, if I've let myself sleep in, if I wake up at nine, by the time I'm up and ready to go, it's about 10, 11 o'clock, and it's almost lunchtime, half the day is gone, I start to feel really demotivated and I know most of that's probably psychological but it just waking up late and being productive don't go hand in hand for me. To wake up early it's also important to go to bed early so I find that I have to have a really good routine. Um, I tend to go to bed about 10 30 the night before so I'm getting in about nine hours sleep each night which is actually more than recommended but it'll make me feel bright and fresh the next day and waking up this early when you've had a good night's sleep is actually not as painful as you would imagine and when you have routine and because I wake up early every single day it's just my routine it's just natural to my body so I just find it really easy to wake up that way. My next tip is to make lists. I am an avid list maker. I make a list every single day of all the things that I want to accomplish that day. And I use it as a guide 
to push me throughout the day to get my tasks done. So I might write topics that I want to cover that I'd like to read about, or I might write down um, a task for that day. So today, one of my tasks was to cut the grass. And if I find myself thinking, hmm, what do I need to do today? Or if I'm considering watching some TV or doing something that wouldn't be productive, I think, oh, I should just check my list and see what's on my list. And that prevents me from wasting too much time. So lists are really, really helpful to me. Um, I also make long-term lists. So I met a friend who told me that she made a list called 30 before 30 and she's written down 30 tasks that she wanted to complete before she was 30. So I also proceeded to make a list called 30 before 30 and I have set myself some goals that I want to achieve before I'm 30 years old and I have found that it is making me step outside my comfort zone and do things that I wouldn't normally do. Um, before an exam I always make a list of all the topics that I want to cover that I might not necessarily feel comfortable with before the exam Um, and I also have a permanent exam list which are common topics that I know come up and I will always quickly look at that list before an exam and make sure if there's any topics on that list that I might feel a little bit rusty on so I can go over that before the exam. In terms of productivity, another thing that I find useful is goal setting and that's different to list making. So with my goal setting, um, I plan ahead in the academic year to see when my deadlines are and I write them in my diary about two to three weeks before the deadline and I tend to forget that I've done that luckily. Although, obviously now, I've done it a few times, I'm now aware that the deadline in my diary is probably wrong. And in so far, so good, it's always been before the deadline rather than after. But if I set myself an earlier deadline, I work towards that deadline and it gives me just a bit of extra time to proofread it. It's a bit of a safety blanket if anything goes wrong. And at the end of the year, particularly last year, I was really thankful because I met all my deadlines two to three months before the end of term, which meant I was just relaxing, really. I didn't have anything to do. And some of my friends were freaking out because they were trying to meet all these deadlines at the same time and they felt really stressed and they were quite fatigued from the end of the year. So that's something that came to me naturally. Like no one told me about it. I just thought it might be a good idea and it definitely works. So if you have any deadlines coming up, maybe try and trick yourself by writing the deadline in wrong. Another thing that I find really important is having routine. So every day after placement, I come home and the first thing I do is I boil the kettle. I boil the kettle, make myself a nice cup of tea and I get a snack. I do it every single day, almost like a ritual. And it just allows time to relax and time to just spend time doing something I enjoy which is drinking tea Um, and then just by having that routine I know that every day I'm not going to have to go home and be productive straight away I know that I've got a little gap in my timetable to take a breath and then because I've designated that time when that time's over so when the cup of tea is over I know that it's time to sit down and start reading or 
cracking on with the task that I've set myself for that day. This leads nicely on to my next tip, which is treating yourself. And treating yourself might be allowing yourself to watch one YouTube video or watching a half an hour TV program that you really love or maybe just having a phone call with a friend or family member or going out for a coffee with somebody. And I just find if you treat yourself, it just gives a better sense of self-well-being and when it comes back to being productive. So once you've taken the break and you come back to being productive, um, you'll feel refreshed and you'll be able to hit the road running again. So self-care is so important particularly when you're at university or medical school. I think it's something that people don't talk about so much. My next tip is change your environment. So I used to sit in my bedroom and study all the time. And I think that was probably quite unhealthy. I would go into my room, I'd close the door and I'd just make myself sit there and work. And it was really painful and it was really unenjoyable. However, I've now learned to change my environment. So sometimes I'll go to the library and on some days that does work. Sitting around other people who are all sitting very quietly and concentrating, it inspires me and it pushes me a little bit more to want to work because my thoughts are these guys are all taking in so much information or I can hear them tapping on the keyboards and I'm thinking, oh, their word count is dropping by the second. And that just pushes me a little bit. So if I need to get an essay done, the library is the absolute favourite place to go. But um, another place is coffee shops. I don't often work in coffee shops, but every now and again, I like the background buzz of people talking and walking around me and I'm able to like zone out from that and concentrate on what I'm doing and sometimes it works. So if you're struggling with being productive in terms of your university work, change your environment move even if it's just from moving from the kitchen to the study or the study to the living room just changing your environment sitting in a different chair I find it refreshes me I check out and I'm able to sit down again and start concentrating the next tip that I have is finding your flow and by that I mean find a technique that works for you in terms of being productive particularly with university or school projects or work that you need to do. My favorite technique is called the Pomodoro technique and what it is is you set a timer for 25 minutes and in that 25 minute gap you've given yourself you set yourself a topic that you want to complete in 25 minutes so you have to be quite smart about the um, topic that you're giving to yourself and after 25 minutes you complete the task the timer will go off and then you give yourself a five minute break and in that five minutes you can take a walk you can go grab yourself a cup of tea um just do something for five minutes that only take five minutes and you set the alarm for five minutes just to check that you don't go over that five minute gap and then you set the timer again so you do that in cycles of four so you do four 25 minute cycles with five minute breaks and after the fourth cycle, you give yourself a half an hour break. And I believe the thought behind this is that it allows you to be more productive for longer as you're giving yourself small breaks and small tasks. It's more digestible and easier to do. And I find Pomodoro absolutely helps me tackle a tough topic. And um, sometimes I have been known to sit there and think, 
oh my goodness, I can't do this. I'm really stuck. Or I'm trying to read something and it's just not going in. And in my head, I'm like, this is so boring. I don't want to do this. And I'm just in the wrong frame of mind. But when I use Pomodoro, it makes me do things in small amounts and it feels more achievable. And then I get the task done four cycles later. I've got a half an hour break and I can do something relaxing and fun. Um, so yeah, find out what works for you. In terms of getting a practical task done, I find playing a song helps. So if I want to tidy my bedroom, I might put on a playlist of three songs. And I think by the time these three songs are over, I need to have my bedroom tidied. And again, it's quite similar to the Pomodoro technique, but giving myself a designated amount of time and a designated task, I just managed to get it done. My last tip is really cheesy and um, I think when I explain myself it'll make more sense. But it is be productive for you. So make sure the thing that you're working towards is something that you actually truly want. You have to be doing the thing you're doing for yourself. And I realise I keep saying the word doing, which I'm worried is complicating what I'm saying. But ultimately what I'm trying to say is live your best life, make sure that the time you're spending is getting you somewhere where you actually want to be in life, that you have an ultimate goal, you have an aim, and that you're on the pathway to do that. Don't spend time doing things that aren't going to get you to the place that you don't want to be. Sometimes there are times that you have to do things that you don't necessarily enjoy, For example, on my last degree, I was absolutely exhausted. I literally put blood, sweat and tears into that course. And it was a really good course. I probably wouldn't have wanted to be in that position at that time. And it was just a series of unfortunate events that made me have to be in that position. But I knew my ultimate goal was to go to medical school. There was no doubt in my mind that's really what I wanted. So throughout my life, I have had to be productive and make choices to get myself there. And in the moment, they were tricky. But I can assure you, if you push through those challenges and those obstacles and those hurdles, you will find yourself in a place that you will be happy to be. So right now, I'm really glad that I faced all those challenges and I've had to go to university before coming to medical school because I've learned so many skills and talents and information that I just wouldn't have if I hadn't taken that journey. So um, I just would suggest that you will check out the position you're in and question, am I on track to be doing what I want to be doing? And If not, question yourself why you're not making steps to progress to be in that place. So, in summary, my tips for productivity are wake up early, make lists, set yourself goals, have a set routine, treat yourself, Change your environment. Find a technique that works for you. And last but not least, 
do it for yourself. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube using the handle Emetics Day UK. For this week, that is all from us. Catch you soon. Bye.